I had gotten to the point where I was completely burning out as a result of what I was doing with my self-publishing along with all of the other hobbies that I had at the same time. And this is one of the reasons why in today's video, we're gonna discuss three habits I gave up to win at self-publishing my self-publishing system. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. So the thing was here in Norway, several years ago when I was getting started with self-publishing and things were starting to progress, I'd been getting books onto the market and I was very excited. And so uh, uh, it had been going a while and in the beginning with every new hobby or everything that you start to do, any endeavor you're doing, when you first get started, it's so exciting. You're seeing things moving, you're starting to make sales, you're getting the books on the market, the motivation levels are very high and you find that you don't really want to do anything else. But at some point during this journey, you reach a point where you no longer can handle the stress of all of the work and the, and the other things in your life start to take over a bit. The thing was, I wanted to keep my self-publishing schedule on target where I would just keep going because as I tell all of my clients, as we move through the process, the best way to succeed at self-publishing is to optimize your books, learn as you go, and keep on putting more books onto the market and learning from them. We get into a feedback loop between us and our readers telling us what exactly they would like to see and hear from us in our books, and then we simply give it to them in the next book, and then the next book it gets even better as we build our audience. And so that's the reason why I usually say it's the three to five year marker for most self-publishers before you really start to see the traction kicking in. But the problem I was having was I just didn't have enough time in the day and my energy levels were starting to run low. So the trigger was exactly this, the feeling of burnout as your energy levels are dropping, my total time I was giving to self-publishing had also dropped to under five minutes a day. Some days I would get nothing done on it. This is something that some of my clients also experience where the accountability really comes in. And so I realized though that if I was not continuing to sharpen the saw as Covey says in his book, Seven Highly Habits, Habits of Highly Successful People. I was looking back at that, by the way, and I noticed that I don't actually agree with some of them, and some of them are really outdated, but this one here, Sharpening the Saw, is one I still agree with. And so I remember seeing him in person back in 97, 98, and uh, where he went through the, the seven habits. Nowadays, nobody really talks too much about him, but Sharpening the Saw, this idea of continuing to get better at what you're doing by practice continually practicing and dedicated focus practicing in particular to make sure we're learning the skills necessary to win at whatever we're trying to accomplish. And so, but I knew that with less than five minutes a day, I was never going to be able to do this. And I started to doubt that, look, without any time and everything I was doing during my schedule, in my schedule throughout the day was necessary. Well, was it? Sometimes I ask people this very question. I say, "What don't you have extra time in the day? And the answer is, oh, I'm just so busy. I'm like, you don't have time to listen to music? You're not watching movies or TV shows? No video games? No nothing? And people are like, well, I do some of these things, but really I'm just so exhausted I have to do these things. And so, and so it goes. And so then what happens is the things you really want to get done, you're not really doing. And so for me, I had some doubts about whether or not I actually had time available. 
And so the thing was, my first one was I hired an accountability coach. And this was a person in France at the time. Actually, my first accountability coach was in the US in Washington, DC. And uh, uh, the goal was just to make sure I was getting uh, five minutes a day in uh, of work in. And it was funny because she thought it was a little bit crazy because what it like only five minutes. And the answer is sometimes if you get the first five minutes in, you'll keep on going. And so that's something that I, it is a true statement. If you do get that five minutes in, sometimes you'll you'll be tempted to keep keep moving forward. And this is something I do with my uh, the self-publisher one-on-one clients when they're working through the one-on-one program where we're able to actually check in on a daily or semi-weekly basis to make sure that you're making the progress that you need to get done. And so, and it has that impact of accountability. And I can tell you, just ask yourself, how many courses or books have you bought where you never finished what you started? And without accountability, you have no chance of succeeding. And so this accountability coach wasn't a terrible idea, but for me, it didn't result, it didn't give me the results I wanted because I simply still didn't have the time. It was just one more thing to write down what I had done for the day, but during the five minutes, it took almost as much time to write it down as it did to actually get the five minutes in. My second thing that I decided to do was another strategy, which is what if I just cut back my sleep? I remember reading the uh, the uh, the morning program. Remember the book, uh, the Miracle Morning book, and I've read a number of uh, Elrod's, Elrod's uh, books on the subject, and the thing he, Uh, presupposes or he states asserts is that you can actually cut the sleep you really don't need much sleep now I completely disagree with that because I know sleep experts say look you need at least seven to nine hours of sleep for the average person some people can go under seven but if you're doing that your energy levels your focus and concentration your ability to learn new things your ability to remember those things and implement those things are going to drop so cutting back your sleep is not a good idea I do agree though with the miracle morning idea of making sure that you've got your first thing first and you're doing a lot of the things that matter the most early in the day and that you're setting aside the time that you need but if you don't have the time I do not suggest this route of cutting your sleep because it started to cause me some serious serious burnout as I was moving so what ended up happening here so the thing that happened was I was listening to one of my favorite digital marketers and he had some comments that I thought were spectacular. I listen to a lot of people, I read a lot of books, and these are some of the things that I gleaned from this. But this particular person was saying, look, you need to be hungry for the win. This whole thing with self-publishing, I know some people and these fake gurus that I'm always continually talking about, they tell you that this thing is just gonna be easy and you're gonna be making millions of dollars as you're selling hundreds of thousands of copies of your book. I'm telling you that's probably not going to happen, okay? I'm just gonna be honest with you, it's probably not gonna happen. What can happen is you can get those sales, but you've really gotta put in the work. You've gotta be hungry for success when it comes to self-publishing. And if you're not hungry, you're you're not gonna get much out of it. And this would be true if we were doing woodworking or if you were gonna try to become a professional runner or something and you're just not willing to dedicate the time that's necessary, which is not which is not one minute a day or something, but actually getting some time in on this. My personal thing is around 30 minutes a day, uh, but I like two hours myself. That's my goal, but for you, 30 minutes is reasonable. And if you're doing days that have no progress at all, then five minutes is definitely a way to go. And what I discovered was the habits that needed to be cut out of my life. One was binge watching TV. In fact, watching TV for the most part at all. 
Number two, no playing any form of video games. They had to go. I know this is painful. I'm telling you what it takes if you want to win at self-publishing the game. Some of these habits need to go. They're sucking too much time. The third thing was I found like other hobbies that I had had, I was dealing with like survivalism and a lot of these other hobbies that I had on the side that I thought were very interesting, but I but I needed to cut them. But there were some hobbit habits and some things I had that could not be cut and maybe even needed to be increased. One of them would be exercising. So I do like taking pictures and stuff, and I can do it while exercising. Doing the hiking up and down the mountains in Norway is a perfect opportunity to get the exercise you need in order to uh, in order to stay, keep your energy levels at your top and your brain thinking clearly through all of this stuff. So it uses time, but it gives you that energy back. The next thing was healthy eating. It is worth the time to make food that's actually healthy for you. I know that's like a crazy concept of exercise and diet, but the fact is, is eating a healthy diet will give you more energy. Lots of plants-based food and proteins to make sure that we're getting the energy that we need in the form that our body is going to easily be able to digest to give us this clear thinking so that when we do use our time on writing and self-publishing, we're going to be able to make the progress that we need to do. The next thing is, I did. you don't wanna cut back on your family and your relationships with your friends and family. These need to stay in place. I'm not talking about toxic relationships, but healthy relationships that if you do not build them, they will fall apart. It seems like a lot of people think that your family and friendships are gonna to stay together, you know, even if you don't. Like, we don't think about that with our car. It requires maintenance, right? Maintenance and care if you wanna keep things going. And so you're definitely not gonna to wanna to cut back the time you spend with your family and friends. So when the kids want to do something, I will stop what I'm doing with my self-publishing and we will play a game or do whatever it might be. Does that make sense? I hope that hope that makes sense. And the final one would be spiritual growth. So with uh, so in terms of church or other activities like that, that becomes also a very priority that should not be cut out. In terms of a person well-rounded, balanced, a person who's well-connected, you're going to want to make sure these things are all in alignment. And if they aren't, then you need to start developing them. So I don't really even consider it an option. These areas, if you cut them back, and what the problem is, is that a lot of self-publishers, they will continue the hot hat the, ha uh, the habits that they have that give them nothing. And in exchange for that, what will they do? They will simply, they'll cut back on some habits, right? Uh, that, that, are, that are healthy for them, you know, like their spiritual growth, their family and friends, uh, exercise and healthy eating, maybe eating fast food or something in exchange, and then they will do more of these other things. So when they need to relax, it'll be video games and binge watching Netflix and these other things that can absolutely contribute absolutely nothing to what they're doing. And one of the things I found is that sometimes it's unclear what habits you have. And that's one of the reasons we're able to help you explore this very topic in the free discovery session, which you can find below in the description. If you are not sure what you can do to make more time, we can map it out. It's completely, completely free. We just sit down in a Zoom session and we work it right on through. So you'd need to let me know if that happens to be you. So the final thing that I faced though, it was that I started feeling tired all the time because I was doing all of these different things, had all of these activities. And so I started reading. Uh, what happened was I discovered a couple things was I was able to cut down on the TV watching because what I did was something which is a little bit crazy, but I started reading on Wikipedia and other summary sites 
the episodes, what happens. And so I could still sort of follow along with my favorite TV series is instead of binge watching, I would binge read. And I would read those books because reading with your eyes actually builds creativity, which will help you with your self-publishing and your writing creativity, as opposed to binge watching TV, which is simply sucking the creative juices out of you and probably a bad idea across across everything. It's not a good idea anyways, but I mean, it's very enjoyable. I agree it. I agree it's enjoyable, but sometimes it has to be cut if you want to really win at the self-publishing game. And I also understand that really, you know, you have to decide. You have to motivate yourself. It's going to be only about 5% or less who are going to win at this game. And so you have to decide, am I going to be one of the 5%? The fact that you're watching this video already shows you that you are probably one of the 5% with regards to winning at the self-publishing game. You just need to keep your motivation high and keep these habits. So the final thing was after doing all of these, I was finally able to turn the ship around, going from five minutes a day to getting at least two hours a day on self-publishing on a daily basis. And that was, uh, you know, by the time the day was completed, I still have an accountability coach now. This person works in, is uh, lives in Turkey. We, I also had one in Tunisia. So we've been swapping out over the years, different, co different accountability coaches, but this is something I think everybody needs. The self-publisher one-on-one program I have below in the in the in the description also addresses you this exact issue to make sure you're on the right track and you're being held accountable to actually achieve your goals that you're trying to achieve. Well, the thing is, there are an awful lot of factors in terms of trying to, even once you do manage to get your books on the market and self-publish and cut these habits out, but then you're trying to get them to sell. And that's one of the reasons you're going to want to check out uh, the factors that matter most when trying to sell KDP eBooks. You can check out above that right here, and I will see you over there. Thanks.